Yeah! Happy Thursday to you, Salee. You owe me a beer, so uh, I don't know if you want to bring that in later today, ha- Happy tomorrow. to get you a beer. <laughs> yeah, I went... I'm uh, very happy to go get you a beer. saw a movie last night, which is, you know, A, don't go mm-hmm. to a ton of movies. B, I can't remember the last time I went to a movie on a, on a Wednesday night. Glad I did. Went and saw a little air. And uh, you, we wagered a, a beer whether we or not did. I would go, and you owe me one. Um, so I was I was playing a little mind games there because I thought, all right, well, if I'm challenging Travis, maybe there's a better chance of him going. I think we have some comp beers in the fridge. <laughs> I think I saw some blue <laughs> moons in there. I think I saw those. I'm happy to get you a beer. Okay, so give us a – did we overhype it? Did other people overhype it? Did it – Meet your expectations. What do you think? It was about what I was expecting. I, I really liked it. It was a good movie. I thought that Matt Damon was great. I thought that Chris Tucker was great. Viola Davis's performance She's was amazing. probably the best in the in the whole movie. Um, Bateman was really funny and, and 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 entertaining. The Phil Knight character fell a little flat for me. Yeah, the, and I am a Ben Affleck fan. I like Ben Affleck as an actor. I like Ben Affleck as a director. I think that the movie itself was. It felt like he was in a Halloween costume. <laughs> like Damon and the rest of the cast, it felt sure. like they were in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. It felt like Ben Affleck was going to an 80s party. <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. It just it's pretty, it's pretty it, accurate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's it, pretty it, good actually observation. No, I, I think that's actually pretty accurate. Yeah. I think if they did it again, one Ben Affleck again, great director. Maybe he just should have directed and then had a actual ginger play Phil Knight because the the wig was bad. Terribly distracted by the wig. You're mm-hmm. not the the wig was like okay. Can we get a? It's a Matt Damon movie. It's a Ben Affleck movie. Like let's get a real wig. Like let's let's perm his hair. The budget. Make, yeah, there's a budget there. We don't have enough for wigs. Look, we're, we we already decided we're going retro computers and VHS tapes. We ran out of budget for wigs, so we're just going to wing it. Um, but yeah, I, overall, I, I, I overall it yeah. was great. I had a beer while I watched it. I split the worst order of nachos I've ever had in my life with my uh, with my son. It was uh, we finished them. They're gone. <laughs> the bowl was empty when we were done. But wouldn't would would not reorder. Just chips at the bottom. No, no, we ate everything. The I know, but I'm saying like the cheese that everything. No, nothing melted. Properly layered, properly, properly layered. melted. Uh, I, I can break down the nachos for you if well, you really yes, want to know. Right I only so the only reason why I mention <laughs> is because I think there is nachos is the one where when we were at the final four, a couple yeah. buddies got nachos mm-hmm. and you know they're offering at the end. I'm like, you're offering me a chip. Okay, there's no cheese anywhere. What are also, you offering me? Like stadium me? ones are the worst because it's yeah. always like the that fake, was at like, NRG. Push, yeah. like nachos that are terrible. It was a good effort executed poorly. Mm. It had shredded chicken, which is a good start. It yeah. wasn't very kind of bland. It had this weird avocado crema that was not particularly good. Cheese was fine. Cheese was melted properly and layered throughout. But it's like they had an excess of corn in the kitchen. He's like, hey, just put like nine areas of corn on this on these nachos. <laughs> like, I like corn. I don't mind corn in Mexican food. It's, it's fine. Uh, corn is pretty good. But it was like eating a bowl of of, of uh, what is corn pops it's like i, I shouldn't I, these are supposed to be nachos i shouldn't get a mouthful of corn every time i bite one of the these profit things. and loss that they have here corn was it, the cheapest I of the guess. product and okay maybe here's way the too much corn so someone corn? was in the kitchen and they were like making your nachos they're yes. like oh no we were got the chicken got the whatever else is on it and then they spilled the corn and they're like well we can't just start over they should have started over by the way that sounds like a very possible explanation it was like if you're going to take you know a little corn for a little crunch in there just sprinkle a little corn it's like they emptied two cans of corn into the bowl too much corn 
Can I get a spoon? <laughs> it was like yeah. almost cream corn that you get like at a steakhouse. Only instead of the cream, it was filled with uh, tortilla chips. What but time? Uh, what time is the movie time? Six thirty. Six thirty. Okay. Yeah. So and right the Dodgers the, did me a solid. So right the Dodgers the decided they're. You know what we'll do? We'll play a three hour and ten game minute tonight. So you had enough a three time. hour and ten minute game. Mm-hmm. So I got home at like the end of the fifth inning. Got to see the second half of the game. Got to see was the it the rally. six where they scored five it or was. something like that? Got All right, to there see you the go. Muncie homer. Got there to see go. Freddie Freeman have a six hundred pitch at bat. The the entire thing. It was it was a good night. It was a good night. How about you, Slee? Um, it was kind of one of the few. Getting a little accustomed to this. It's like, wait a minute. There's no Laker game for four days. Is this the all-star oh, break right, again? I should have right. went to Mexico. <laughs> should have took off for a week and you a half. Should um, I actually just kind of chill. Kind of kicked back. Got a chance to go to the gym yesterday and then got home, watched. Uh, I don't know how many other people are watching the Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Pelicans. I could have been the only one in L.A. watching it. <laughs> Makes two of us. But watch. I watched it too. Watched I was a bar. really good game. It's a really good game. Surprisingly, I know. Anything to add other than it was good? <laughs> Shea Gilgis is the man. Sell no me on why it was Shea, good. Shea Gilgis is the man. Josh Giddy. CJ McCollum fumbled it, man. Josh Giddy. Did Giddey, he blow it? L- listen to this. And you've talked about Giddy in the past a little like bit. Giddey. Okay. 30, 10, and 9 as a 20 year old. Pretty good. Pretty damn good. OKC, who, you know how we talk about the Lakers always seem to have trouble with the Oklahoma City Thunder because yep. they always had trouble with Oklahoma City Thunder. Gonna be a good team in a couple of years. You got a million. Beat New Orleans too. on the road. Now they get that game against Minnesota coming up on Friday. Yeah. I was shocked by the lack of people in New Orleans Stadium, at least in the beginning. So like when I was looking up, I was like, Jesus, there's no one there. It's a was it empty? Game. Or at least I, when, at least maybe by the court. Like I, when I, it was the beginning. I looked up and I was like, Jesus, there's no one there. I really think we get spoiled here in LA with that in mind. That because we have such powerful brands with our teams here, mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Lakers are not just the most not the NBA team in town. They're the NBA team in the league. The Dodgers are probably the second most recognizable team in all of Major League Baseball behind the Yankees. The 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 USC Trojans are one of four or five most recognizable brands in college football. UCLA is one of the most four or five recognizable brands in college basketball. The Rams just won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Yep. And while they're relatively new back in town, they have been here for a long time. That a team like New Orleans doesn't have anybody there, it this doesn't really surprise me. So they, they're just some places just have teams and people don't really feel it the way that we do here. But that that's I think it depends on a couple things because I would think for all the reasons that you just mentioned, when you have New Orleans who's, hey, that's your main team. Yes, you got the Saints there, of course. That's the main football team. But And, and it's not like it's game 37 of the season. It's yeah. just Pelicans and Thunder. Yeah, it's a little it's a little surprise. But it's you are right. No, no. Nine the, and the, ten. The, the, take to, it, the take it for granted is yeah. not, no nine and ten, that. right? No tradition to speak of at all. Mm-hmm. No real hope beyond maybe we can get the eight. It's I don't know. Zion I, isn't playing. Zion isn't playing, and maybe won't play more than five games a year for the rest of his life. That's a I that's a whole not. another thing. I hope not too. He's amazing, but we we need to stop with the Zion Brandon Ingram thing. No, they've been together for a while now. Wait, wait, say it again. Stop with the what? That this is oh look out for these guys. No, Brandon Ingram has not proven that he can lead a team. And Zion never plays, so I'm, I'm done with that entire narrative. Funny, every it's time you those, drives me nuts. Every time you mention Bi, I think your expectations of Bi are much higher than mine. Mm-hmm. Like I think Bi is the third best player on a good team, and Maybe. I don't see it. And I don't see it any like that's that's what, fine. But no if one he's says the third that. best player. If that were the that's jump a good off, team. Your I don't have 
anything to push back again with what you said, but hey, you know who's coming. You know who's going to be the next big deal, and this is Brandon Ingram. Why? With all the losing he does? That? That's yeah. If you want somebody to never make the playoffs, he's your man. It's just weird. Seeing Zion at the end of the bench, in my head, I'm like, the nachos. I hope, <laughs> I hope that dude somehow makes it back and just starts playing 50, 60 games a year, He's whatever the case is. He's got did you did you get a chance? Thinner. Did you hear him a couple days ago? Did you get a that chance to hear He'll come back when he's Zion again, that he said he felt physically fine, but that he was waiting until he was fully Zion, that quote? I actually felt... is that, It was like, a, that's a perfect example of somebody that can't turn off the outside noise. Like, it's really affecting him. What anybody says about him, he's hearing it, and it's not going away. When he gets to a place in his life where he says, I don't give an F what anybody says, unfortunately, that's not where he is. No, he's he's got to fix his body. He's been in the league. What's this, his fifth year? Fourth year? Fourth? I think it's fourth. Probably. Yeah, fourth he year. He was drafted in 2019. All right, so there you go. 2019, and he missed all of last year. He missed the lion's share of this year. And he's his rookie played, year, he barely never played. I heard somebody say yesterday on the broadcast, 100 and, let's say, 10, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And they were comparing it to at least to kind of have some light at the end of the tunnel. I think Embiid played 90-something games in his first four years, and they're hoping, hey, maybe this could turn Hope out so. that way. We'll see. Hope so. It's a good example. Embiid did change his body. Mm-hmm. And Embiid got serious about doing what he needed to do. And he's still do. a huge dude. He's like, huge the guy's guy, thick. He's, he's not, not overweight the way that he was when he first came mm-hmm. in. And the Shirley Temple stories where he was ordering pitchers of them to his hotel room, he stopped doing that. He got a little more serious. Shirley Temples are was, amazing, though. Not a pitcher if you're a professional athlete. You can't have a whole okay. picture of them. You can't do that. Not when your body is betraying you. Have I told the have, story? Have a, have a picture of ice water. <laughs> I the, ver- the very first wedding that I ever went to, I was probably like eight years old. It was my cousin's wedding, um, and he got married in Richmond, Virginia, and at this very fancy, uh, nice hotel. And it was the first time I, my parents let me have a little more leeway than they normally do. And so I went up to the uh, one of the bartenders, and I got probably... 15 Shirley Temples. That's 14 and a half too. I had just Shirley Temples. I was going to it all night. I guess this guy probably got like so mad at me because I was just coming up each time, ordering another Shirley Temple, like, hit me, hit me. I need another one. I'm surprised you didn't rot your teeth out of your head. I was. She's walking up to the bars and it, give me another one. Yeah, just another Shirley Temple. Shot glass of Shirley Temple just waiting for her, sitting right there. All right, the Lakers uh, obviously have a few days off. Like you mentioned, Slee, they're getting ready to take on the Grizz and. It, it's crazy how dramatically it has changed in just a couple of days. Yeah, you're right. Based on what the Lakers look like against Minnesota. that That's part of it. That And then there, I think, is the, the more basketball-y portion of it all, which is, look, the Grizzlies are the number two seed for a reason. It's not just that they were given, you know, they drew it out of a hat. And it's like, okay, you're in the two spot. They were the second best team. They have a player that can win games by himself. Yep. They have other very good supporting players. They're going to be at home. And after the euphoria of, hey, we came back from 2-10, and 10, we worked our way out of the play, and we're in the playoffs too. All right, who do you have a series against? And like you were saying, for the last week or so, the Lakers have been playing decent enough to win games but they haven't really looked great in any not of impressive games. at all they yeah. really were unimpressive in the game that they won the other night too mm-hmm. all right you got to go beat the, the the seventh seed has not won a series since 2010 13 mm-hmm. years ago it's a long mm-hmm. time i understand that this is a little bit different but how different that's coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn 
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So why could they not get a better wig for Matt, uh, Ben Affleck? Like, Ben Affleck's a good so actor. No, it's, it's a good question. So Party City was not open... <laughs> On the day they started doing some of the stuff. And that's what the original plan was. They were going to go to Party City. They had a corporate credit card. There was $60 available to them. There was a gift card that they got from somebody for Party City. So I hope that helped kind of cleans the... They did uh, change the wig too. So like my friend who was working in the movie said that originally they had a different wig. They changed the wig to make it a little more realistic. Didn't... uh, Totally get there. So, yeah, the wig was a work in progress. Okay, so here's my question about the movie. And again, I liked it. Like, uh, I went with Bobby. Michael couldn't go. Michael still wants to see it. And I said, I'll go see it with you again. I, I enjoyed the movie. I- Matt Damon, Emily, you help me out here. You're my insider in the movie. He didn't really put on that weight for that movie, right? That was a fat suit? Yeah. Okay. So, that looked really good. Like, he looked like a middle-aged, paunchy man. I wouldn't have known right? that. Right? Yeah. He, Matt Damon's pretty fit. He's not going to- But some of these guys for- He's Jason you know, whatever, yeah. For whatever- yeah. um, But he'd have to put on like 60 pounds, Slee. That's a lot. <laughs> who was it? Who was it that put on- We've had some actors Christian do it. Christian Bale. So. He goes really- Christian Bale. Uh, De Niro did it for Raging Bull when yep. he was Jake LaMotta. It, yep. it happens, but Damon, I, that was prosthetics, okay? Mm-hmm. If they could make him, Matt Damon, leading man Hollywood, Jason Bourne fit guy, yep. right? Look like a paunchy, middle-aged basketball person. We couldn't get Affleck a good wig? Mm-mm. Like, I don't- the, 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 the fat suit was a far more convincing prop than the uh, the wig. Just I also think want it a better doesn't wig. work with his complexion too for Ben Affleck. I think that you had to have mm. a certain complexion to have the redder tints in your hair come out and work well. And I think that that just didn't work with his more olive toned skin. If we're going to go deep in detail here, so Chris writes that Trav's review of Air would in reality be a theater nacho review it was the safest bet of all time. It really was. I think most people <laughs> forgot that you went to see a movie. Well, I could see you going to the theater, getting the nachos, not going to an actual movie, <laughs> reviewing it, doing a YouTube review, and then going home. Less corn, Slee. It's just not, I mean, everything else was okay, I guess, along the way. And they were a little slow bringing the beer out. Everyone in the theater had their I was the last one, almost to the point where I think I need to hit the button and say that they just forgot me, right? Well, did they not have it, or are they just running out of it? They, it's on the purpose. Do, 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 do Sending it, a message. It was a Modelo. It's not like it was a, <laughs> a craft beer that they needed to send out to San Diego to get. 
I mean, they could have, there's a Ralph's in the same parking lot, run around the corner. And buy Coronado <laughs> Brewing. We'll have it here yeah, in an hour and a half. Wasn't, uh, it wasn't Do that at all. ever try to sneak in food to movies? Because I know that, so I haven't worked in the movies, but my sisters have. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they didn't care. They didn't care if you brought stuff in, and I don't think they'd get paid yeah, enough not, to care. I definitely, so do you guys ever bring things in? I, I haven't in a long time, but I have done it, yeah. Look, th- th- those are the things, like those rules that places like that have. No one there is going to enforce those rules. It's not worth the The kid that's supposed to see if you have a beer in your purse yeah. is not doesn't care if you have a beer in your purse or not. He What does he care? He makes his 16 bucks an hour. He's going home. He's not picking a fight with some mom who has a can of wine in her purse. That's not going to happen. I'm like, babe, put this Panda Express in your purse. I'm going to have a full dinner we used to roll people some do while I'm there. there. Yeah. People bring burritos I wouldn't, in. I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't I, do I've that. Done More snacks. A burrito. I've done a burrito. Yeah. Lost School and Dreams right across the street. Sometimes it's, you know. Yeah, just smell up the whole you. place while we're four minutes into the movie. All right. Hey. Dylan Brooks uh, is, what, what do we want to call him? An instigator and agitator mm-hmm. he's he's the guy that's been into it with lebron he's or no excuse me with draymond, draymond. Mm-hmm. he's been into it with a lot of guys along the way and he had this to say about their impending matchup with the uh with the los angeles lakers i don't really dislike nobody you know i just bring a competitive edge um but i wouldn't mind playing lebron on uh, a seven game series um the legacy's there um First time back in the playoffs, knock them out right away in the first round. Um, but it'll test us good, you know. They got good pieces, good players, and it'll and be a good first round matchup for us. All right, first off, that's very Dylan Brooks. But let me let me let me break down a little bit of what he said. And you know, you could tell me if you like this or you don't. I like it. I personally like it. I like I don't think we have what enough do you like about it? I don't think we have enough of people just being honest. Some people will avoid saying certain things. It might not be my style. I'm more of the, yeah, I'd rather not let LeBron James know that I do want to play him. I'd rather not maybe add a little fuel for LeBron James and the Lakers that's unnecessary fuel. Why add that fuel? But this kind of goes with Dylan Brooks, and it kind of goes with the Memphis Grizzlies. He did find a way to say, um, he complimented them. They got good pieces, good players. That's a good first-round matchup for us. But of course, the only thing people are going to take here is first time back in the playoffs, knock him out right away. Um, I don't know what that's going to eventually do for the Lakers and if it changes anything, but if you're going to run your mouth, you got to be able to back it up. Dylan Brooks is not a six-time defensive player of the year. He's also not a future Hall of Famer. So it's a little interesting, but he's known to run his mouth. I personally don't mind it, but I don't know if it's the smart strategy for Dylan Brooks and the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, I, I, I like guys that talk. That's not the issue. I, I just think that it's inaccurate. I, mm. I don't care what anybody says. I don't think LeBron James is, oh, Dylan Brooks said that we're a good matchup for him. And like, oh, Come on, guys. Just not that. They're, they're going to go out there and they're going to play. They're going to be the Lakers for better or for worse, whatever that is. They're going to go get it. I think what's interesting about it is it's a, it's a little bit – of an insight as to the psyche of the opponent that the Lakers are going to have. They they are a very specific type of team. They are rudderless. They're pretty good, right? But what have we been talking about since Jaw went away to get his head squared away? That Well, they really missed Steven Adams. That Steven Adams was kind of the, the leader of this group. Steven Adams has been around a long time, but Steven Adams is just a guy that's been around a long time. It's not like he's LeBron James who's been around a long time and been a great player the entire time. 
they have a certain a way player. that they go about it mm-hmm. that is disorganized, that is not buttoned up, that is not just, hey, look, let's get ready to go. The Lakers might lose this series, and we'll talk about whether or not I think they're, they're going to, but they're not going to lose it because they get into a battle of words with the Dylan Brookses of the world. They're not going to get into it because they get caught up arguing with a celebrity on the sidelines like the Grizzlies had when they were in here playing the L.A. with, with Shannon Sharp. They are a very specific... To, go, the, the, the teams that typically win titles and win series are not chaotic. The, the Grizzlies are pretty good, but they're chaotic. Their best player missed time because he was having a hard time with things. You know, no one's ever really kind of put their finger on what that was. Yeah. There's lots of speculation, but they're kind of discombobulated and chaotic. And instead of right before the series being a little bit more buttoned up, being a little bit more, let's just get our ducks in a row because the Lakers are going to come in there and play. They could beat them. But that they're still doing that thing, I think, just reflects poorly on them collectively. Dylan Brooks is going to say whatever he wants. I don't like it. I don't dislike it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But I think it's an interesting way to look at it for the Lakers that they're still this discombobulated group of pretty good players that could get on tilt for reasons that could happen out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I think the, I, that's their identity right now. Whether that changes down the road or it doesn't change, that's kind of who they are. Let's put it this way. Dylan Brooks saying that, it fit. The fact that sure it did. was if it was come if it was I just give you an example. If um the Lakers, if somebody from the Lakers was talking about how, hey, I want to go up against John Morant, I think it would be good for us, knock him out right away in the first round. That would not that wouldn't fit. I wouldn't think I'd be like, Well, that kind of came out of nowhere. The fact that you hear the quote and it's from Dylan Brooks and it's the Memphis Grizzlies, I think it fits. I think it plays to their benefit in some ways. This is kind of who they are. However, to an extent, right? Yes. You also, they can't say, guys, we were in the finals last year. Now they're very young. So maybe this is the year that they represent the Western Conference. I don't know. Kind of needs to be, doesn't it? Like they they, they are young, Mm -hmm. but it's not like this is their first year on the scene. This is not the Kings. Who's this is our first time in the tournament, then let's see what our reaction to it. They've been in the tournament for a few years. Past they, years. They need to not be the, oh, we're the young team that might make some noise to you're the number two seed. Mm-hmm. You earned it. You're at home for every series in the West, minus the finals, if Denver can hold serve on their With half of the draw. Good home court. Good home court advantage. You will have the best player in the series frequently because you got John ja Morant on your team. This whole thing, well, we're 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 the next big thing. They kind of need to at least take a step or two forward right now. So I, I don't argue that at all. And if you look at last season, they were the number two seed last year too. So it's not like to kind of go with what you're saying here. It's not the first time that they've been here. However, um, there is a lot that I think comes with what we've said in the past. Remember, they played the Warriors last year and they won that series. Warriors won that series four games to two. Mm-hmm. This was uh, in the semis, Western Conference semis. Okay, Last year, they won 56 games, and they were the number two seed in the Western Conference. Yeah. The difference, I think, this season coming into it is still people are disrespecting the top three. That's happening. That the the Nuggets, you, you get an incredible amount of disrespect. The Kings we've talked about, and the Grizzlies are in the same level here until you get to the NBA finals, yeah. right? Like there's a there's always a hesitation to give your team that respect or that credit because you're going up against LeBron who's done it before or you're going up last year against the Warriors who have done it before. If they just 
if they lose in the first round, which could very easily happen, they could also beat the Lakers. That can easily happen. But if they lost in the first round, everything that you end up saying or everything that Dylan Brooks end up saying is just a little bit less weight. Okay, if they get to the next round and they play the Warriors again and they lose again in six games, a little less weight. And th- th- I-, I agree with you. This is kind of like a – this is an gotta, important done, time for the Grizzlies. They, they either need to be a really good team that's a serious title contender or you're just guys that chirp a lot. They're, they're, they're on the precipice of that. Right now, I, I think they're perfectly in the middle, right? Where they're competitive, they're no, good. No, I, I don't agree. I think that they're more but a team they that chirp. chirp. They, they, they chirp more than they impress me. They're good, but mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna have to. Same thing with the, the Nuggets. Don't really chirp at all. They're, no, they're they a pretty don't. quiet. They team. But same thing. Like I'm tired of. Hey, you know it might be the Nuggets. No, no, no. I'm gonna need to see it. I'm done giving you that. Well, they could be the next big thing. Like the Lakers get more credibility. That go. Hey, look, the Lakers sure. because we know and they go about doing these things. But these two teams have been near the top several years in a row. Mm-hmm. Do something or be quiet. That's I want to go back to what That's you fair. said a little earlier in this segment. You said that. John Morant is the best player in this series. Is he? Is he the best player in the series, or is it LeBron? Is it AD? Because in the playoffs, can't you just say that LeBron is the best player on the court? No. You can't? No, I, I, I think it's fair to say there's going to be a game where you say John Morant was the oh, best sure, player sure. on the floor. Oh, sure, sure. No, there'll be a game or two or more. But Probably go for 50 at least one game. Yeah, Jaw's going to have those, oh my gosh, look at that games for mm-hmm. he, that sort of player he is. But I do think that there's something about it is is jaw just the best player or is lebron's maybe he can't go nuclear like jaw can still now but does his experience control the series his ability to control tempo Mm -hmm. all of those things does that still make him the more dangerous player in a series it's a good topic we can do that for sure all right we're going to take some phone calls coming up here in just a little bit 877-710-ESPN and we'll kick that around who is the best player in the series and doesn't matter if it is John Morant that's coming up next it's Travis Lee 710 ESPN hi it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt Stephen A. Smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans sign up today new users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download ESPN bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Daniel Tapia in the Travis Lee community has a tweet, Al. It says, uh, I have snuck in burritos, Subway sandwiches, and cupcakes into the movies. Hmm. Um, Subway, that would be a pretty easy one. It's a sandwich, you know, unless you're going tuna melt i think you could pretty clandestine yeah don't operation. do the meatball <laughs> marinara meatball might have yeah. a, a certain let's not do uh, that aroma, aroma. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna fill up but sure that's not on the you menu can put it in your coat pocket too like you can well we know we can sneak there. it in yeah that part's not but the here, issue. here's the thing there's other i ordered nachos those aren't fragrance free the guy next to me had chicken fingers and fries that's not fragrance there's and there's, there's a lot of these places now you can get food. burgers you there's can get food. that stuff yeah odors in the air mm-hmm. so you could bring in a you know chow mein if you I'm want getting tikka masala <laughs> bringing in tikka masala next time no laugh taylor let me just enjoy my indian a, food. a friend of mine took a poke bowl in one time just smell like tuna the whole the whole theater <laughs> now if you're going into a theater that doesn't have like the restaurant attached to it then that's aggressive <laughs> He snuck it in, like underneath his jacket. Yeah, where they're serving only popcorn, popcorn and, and candy. Junior mints. <laughs> and Cokes. And you're walking in with, with freaking raw. 
<laughs> By the way, Poke Bowl's hard to beat. Those are pretty good along the way. All right, so that, that begs the question, weirdest thing you've ever snuck into the movies. Um, burritos, aggressive. That's going to, I mean. It's aggressive. Yeah, because it's pretty big if you're doing it right, and it's got some isn't fragrances it, attached isn't to it. Isn't it similar to our conversation we get on an airplane? It's pretty similar. It's bigger. A movie theater is a lot bigger than an airplane. Like you, yeah. if you are on an airplane and mm-hmm. somebody on the airplane has a tuna sandwich, you're going to smell it. If somebody has a tuna sandwich in the movie theater, I got to be in the general I don't area. Know. My no. nose is it could be a hundred yards away, you're and I'm like, front. who got it? You're in the front, so maybe if the tuna sandwich because the air conditioning <laughs> is blowing up forward. Yeah, I don't know. All right, and, so hit us up with those. And speaking of like the cupcake thing, so yesterday I uh, went to the bar where you usually have trivia. Cupcake, all good. Yeah, you bring yeah. in that stuff, yeah. no problem. Mm-hmm. I uh, we went to the normal bar we go to trivia at, and uh, it's a friend. It was my friend Christine's birthday, and so happy birthday, I had, Christine. Yeah, I had made cupcakes, and so I was what kind? Uh, Funfetti. Uh, Taylor has one, uh, and I get DeAndre one. I offered uh, one to you, Travis, you but you declined. Uh, I politely <laughs> declined. <laughs> it was ten a.m., so yeah. uh, makes sense. But anyway, we. <laughs> I was going to bring this uh, Tupperware thing into the bar because, you know, people. I've seen other people do this too. They brought cakes, they brought other things to the bar because it's an outdoor bar, you can eat it there. And the uh, doorman or security guy was like, well, you can't like can't really bring outside food in. And I was like, but if I give you a cupcake, <laughs> will you let me in? And he was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Exactly. He's also, I, don't, I don't really care enough about this. That negotiation. Also, she, she bribed the doorman <laughs> with, with pastry. It's, also, it's not like this bar was selling any sweets. It's not like I'm like competing with the food at this bar. And so yeah, you uh, didn't roll in with yeah. a Blackstone grill and start cooking tacos for the customers. Right, exactly. It's like I got. I, it's my friend's birthday. I've got a couple of cupcakes. Let me roll. Flipping burger. Right, right. Like what do you? I understand that if they sell burgers and fries, yeah, you can't roll in with a bag of Wendy's. I, I understand that, okay? This is not a buffet. <laughs> but if you are going to a bar and you're, it's your friend's birthday and you want to bring in a cupcake, that's yeah. that's fine. Good job, Em. Good I'm job. selling drinks at the bar for $2 <laughs> less. How I'm promoting. They, how much are they charging for a Coors Light? Six bucks? I'll give it to you for four and a half. <laughs> that, I guess. That's... My light is just out the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different deal. Let's try folk Let's go to Los Angeles and TC. TC, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, how you guys doing? I think that you guys are the ones that's guilty of disrespecting the top three in the West. It ain't the the uh, uh, other people. You guys lack like the Kings. Did I yes, they first playoff uh, uh, season in, in, in all these years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Memphis, you, you guys are very disrespectful to Memphis. You guys say, oh, they lost to the Warriors last year in the playoffs, but you guys didn't mention that Morant hurt his knee in that series and missed the rest of that series. Who knows how that series would have went if Morant didn't get hurt. And speaking of Morant, who's going to guard him this series? Okay, let's take these in order. Thanks for the call, TC. Um, Put who's going to guard Jaw over there for a We'll, We'll get to it. I don't think it's disrespectful to say to somebody, I'm going to need to see it from you before I hear it from you. And we've been hearing a lot from Memphis over the last couple of years. I, you're right that the extenuating circumstances around Jaws' injury last year obviously had an impact on this. That's the playoffs. 
everybody had like if we're doing the if then things then the warriors should probably have six different titles right because if draymond green doesn't kick lebron james they win that one and get suspended that if clay and and kd don't go down against toronto then Kawhi doesn't get the one in toronto and Mm -hmm. the warriors get another one along injuries happen and it's just part of it it's part of the explanation but you either get there or you don't. They haven't. They've kind of been in this situation before. So I don't think it's disrespectful to say, I'm going to need to see it from you before I just automatically think that you are the team to beat going into this. We've never seen Denver as the team to beat. We've never seen Memphis in this situation where the rest of the field is open the way that it is. And that's why the Kings, I think, are kind of in that boat as well. They are not a lot better than the 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th seed. They're a little bit better. But the teams at the bottom have changed dramatically over the course of the last part of the season. It's as wide open as I've ever seen it. I think most basketball people are thinking that second-round series is going to be between the sixth and the seventh seed. That's really incredibly unusual. And I don't think it's disrespectful. as It's just a function of everybody's kind of the same. I think it's it's natural to wait to, hey, I want to see what this team accomplishes before I say, I know what LeBron has done in his career. I know what Anthony Davis has done in his career. This actually has less to do with teams. It has more to do with individuals. I know what Steph has done and Draymond has done and KD has done. Well, those are all players Kawhi has done. Those are all players that are not in the 1-2-3 seed. It's the players that are telling you, I've seen him do it. I've seen him do it here. I've seen him do it somewhere else. Um, maybe there's a little disrespect to... I, look, the, the Memphis Grizzlies should not be talked about the same way the Sacramento Kings have. Because Memphis has gone through playoff rounds before, mm-hmm. so they're a little bit more sure. um, ahead of schedule, let's say. But if they're out in the first round against the and, and I'm going to say this, I said it again yesterday, if the Lakers play anywhere near they have played in the last week and a half, Coach. the Memphis Grizzlies are going to beat the Lakers. Yes. And I don't think that's a crazy take. I think it's just the reality. They didn't play good for the last week and a half. Um, Memphis is not going to have Steven Adams and Brandon Clark. Well, that could also have a big impact in the series, but... I don't know if it's disrespect. I think it's more when you haven't seen a team or an individual get there, you hesitate in saying they're going to get there. All right, so as far as who's going to guard Jaw, the answer is obviously nobody. Here, I want to turn it on its head, though. Who does stop Jaw? <laughs> right? They say, well, you don't have anybody that can guard Jaw. Is there a person in the league that can? Right? That There are just some guys that when they get going, that's it. Jaw's one of them. Steph Curry's one of them. Kevin Durant's one of them. There are just some guys that when if they get going, there's no well our defense is terrible. No, it's just great offense that LeBron. there's no LeBron for a long time and for patches right now can still be that good. There's no answer for it. So there there isn't a oh well we're gonna have to put you put D'Angelo on him, you put shooter, you put both of them on him, you do the best you can, you try to make it as hard as you possibly and can. And he can still drop thirty five. Of course he sure. can. That there, there are 10, 12 guys in the league. When James Harden you, you He's going to get his 35 points. There's mm-hmm. nothing you can do about it. Giannis gets going. He's scoring 40 points. There's nothing you can do about it. It's you do the best you can on everybody else, but those elite, elite offensive players, and Ja is obviously one of them, if they get going, you're not stopping them. You just hold on and hope that you can survive it. That's all it is. Yeah, for, for them, I mean, there's I'll use the game Lakers had on, um, on Tuesday against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards had a really bad game. Sometimes stars or good players have really bad games. Yeah, you hope you get one of those from John Morant. That happens. Happens to Anthony Davis, LeBron Maybe James. Happens badly. to all of them. Maybe just average. Average, right? Yeah. Like if you, I don't know what his average is. Let's say it's thirty for round numbers. 
Hold him to 30 every night, you got a pretty good chance. Mm-hmm. But if he hits you with a couple of 42s or something like that, now well, you're in trouble. Their problem, and this is going to be, I think, LeBron and Anthony Davis, we talk about, hey, they're going to get theirs. Ja's going to get his. Sure. Question's going to be, does Desmond Bain, does Jaron Jackson, just Dylan, does Dylan Brooks, do all these other guys also have good games, or do they not? So Ja averages 26.2. Keep him somewhere around there, you got a really good chance. Mm-hmm. Make sure no one else goes nuts, you got a pretty good chance. If you let Ja have a couple of 40-point nights, they're going to win those games. Mm-hmm. That's just that's what great players do, and he's certainly a great player. Let's try another one. Santa Monica, Daniel, you're up next. Daniel, what's up? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, just about you know how to guard job. Obviously, no single player could do it. And downhill, he's an absolute nightmare. You know, you look up and all of a sudden you're down by 20. And I think he, that's how he can get his whole team involved. Uh, I'm curious to see what you guys think about maybe the strategy that was used for a long time guarding Giannis, because neither of them can shoot, but in the open court they're deadly. So maybe you know, kind of using that sort of approach could maybe I don't know, kind of get in his head a little bit. Um, it's a it's one way to prevent the whole team from getting you too. Look, uh, what do you guys think about that? I, I think it's really interesting, and I'm I'm going to spin it off into something else. That what Bill Belichick was incredibly good at, and is still incredibly good at, when he plays somebody, he makes you do the thing that you want to do the least, mm-hmm. right? If you don't throw the ball well, he's going to give you. All sort. He's going to make sure you can't so run. Load the up ball. the. Uh, yeah, you, you, yep, you, I'm going to for if you can't go to your left. I'm. I, I will give it to you all day long. Yeah, you're right about Giannis and Ja and their their outside shot. Mm-hmm. It comes and goes. Right. There are some nights where they're making them, and some nights where they're not. The difference with basketball is you can do all of these things to force them to make jump shots. A guy like John Giannis can still get to the basket. Mm-hmm. They still can. There. You. You. You play team defense you use every trick in the book to try to do it sometimes the other guy's just that damn sure, good and sure. there's no answer for him unfortunately for laker fans mm-hmm. jaw's one of those guys mm-hmm. he could have a night where he doesn't make a shot behind the line and he could have 40 points That's and just how good he is and his position in today's nba he's got the ball in his hand yeah. so you know a lot of times you talk about ad why doesn't ad just take over a game a lot of times ad is depending on somebody to get him the ball yeah. jazz got the ball from the moment they inbound the ball all the way down so and he can take over what quick tweet here captain howdy nothing funnier than hearing the empty bottle of bacardi you snuck into the theater roll underneath the seats clink 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 as it goes down each step making its way to the front of the theater needless to say it got a few laughs yeah i've heard that before that's the office thing too yeah. they did it happen in andy's play episode right. where the the wine, the wine bottle, bottle came all the way down I, i've that's been, when you gotta yell who's is that yeah somebody come Come on, man. Come on. Nobody cares. The theater. That's the, that's the thing. No one cares. No, they don't. If, if the only thing they're mad at is you couldn't have passed that down the line. That's that's probably the only thing anybody's upset about. Taylor Smith, Smitty, with Hey Did You See. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So before we get to Hey Did You See, Taylor, how you feeling as we're getting closer to the uh, your first playoff series in quite some time? Let's go Kings. You know, I was telling Slee yesterday, it's taken an eternity for the playoffs to get around, I mean, it's yeah. just like, come on, let's just get it started already. That's what that's what makes me nervous is I, the amount of time. A little anxious to get going. Yeah, mm-hmm. is it bad or is it? It doesn't really matter. If I feel like games. a young team like this is better if they just keep going. I think so too. Keep yeah, the, keep the momentum going. Did they play? Did they play any of their guys? They didn't play any of their guys Friday or Sunday, right? They played their starters in the second half of the last game of the season. Okay, rest versus rust. Yeah, rest. Well, everybody is going to have some rust. Yeah, right, Denver hasn't played in freaking the final day of the season half. was Sunday, right? Yeah, so yeah, but you Phoenix, have at least five days. But it's not even that. Phoenix didn't play any of their right. guys, right? Like 
he, he they played one half of two games. What do you got for us, Taylor? Okay. Do you guys know what cosplay is? Cosplay? I do. Okay. So I do not. It's when you dress up as mm-hmm. like one of your favorite characters from an anime series, cartoon series, could be an athlete even. Okay. You just you dress up as somebody Chewbacca else. You put on your suit and walk around town. That's sure. That's cosplay. Basically, so, did you see those that conventions? S- yep. Yeah, those conventions that they have, like Comic Con outside here. Yeah. Uh, did you see that sixty-five percent of cosplayers are female? So, Sliwa, would you ever try cosplay, and what would you like to dress up as if you did it? Hmm. Um. So I've been to I've been to the uh, what do we just call it the convention? What Comic Con? Comic Con. Yeah. I've been to Comic Con, and I was there for a work event and. Gotta be honest, it. I had zero interest, like zero interest <laughs> at all, and I didn't really kind of understand it. And people loved it, and I get it. The character is so popular, and everything else. I, that's one of the things that's probably as far down the list for me. It's just not my thing at all. I got no connection to it at all. So I don't think I would do it. Preview of the snake draft. <laughs> yeah, right there you go. You're not there wrong. You that literally is <laughs> it one of be them. your first pick. Yeah, <laughs> Comic Con in cosplay, right? I, that, that that tracks by the way um i would do it kind of as a lark sure why not and, and if i had to do it I, there's there's one that kind of jumps to mind and i don't can you yeah you can maybe homer simpson i think i have the body type for it i have most of the hairline okay. for it i've got my three kids you could paint me yellow you could uh draw the little weird hairline on the back but yeah if you're gonna do because if you're gonna go do it, you want to go somewhere where that it matches. It, it well, they, something you have interest in. Like for instance, I like Star Wars, fine, but I don't need to be surrounded by that. Like a, if I went and spent a few hours immersed in a Simpsons universe, I could I could hang with that. You could be Darth Vader too. You know, you put yeah. on a put on a helmet. I could do that. Yeah, I, I, maybe more of a chewy sort of guy <laughs> avatar you should do avatar the I think blue guys be, yeah, yeah. yeah you'd Dip really relate that yeah i'd I think, do it why not i think i if i was gonna do it at all i uh and i also thought about doing this for halloween uh but a targaryen which i know you guys don't know who they are but they are the um the dragon people of game of thrones and they all have like sleek blonde hair and like, you could wear like a long wig and like fun outfits and stuff so i'd be a targaryen there you go i do that this have weekend. a little dragon S- some dragon eggs would you taylor you strike me as a no cause i'm a no on that but if i had or if i was gonna do it i'd do something that i don't know like a tall thin character like a jack skeleton maybe not bad or groot who's right. a Slender tall Man? skinny musician Tall, skinny musician, uh, yes. Chris Novoselic from Nirvana. Ooh, is Alice Cooper tall? You should do like an Alice Cooper cosplay. <laughs> Paint your face with the tears. I don't know how tall he is. I'll have to look that up. All right, guys. Next up, did you see that nearly 69% of those surveyed said that waiting in line elicits negative feelings, including boredom, annoyance, frustration, and impatience? So what's something that's worth standing in line for, Travis? You know where I don't mind standing in line? And... and I, I, this is maybe just a weird personality quirk to have. In and out. I, 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 honest to God, Taylor, you took the words right out of my mouth. That that the, there's always a line. I, I really don't remember a time where I've just driven up to an in and out and there was only a car or two ahead of me. Mm-hmm. There's always eight or ten, sometimes twenty cars. It doesn't move particularly fast, but it does move along the way, and it's always worth it at the end of the line. So in and out's the first thing that I was thinking of. The other thing, I don't mind waiting in line at Disneyland. I really don't. It's part of the odd experience. And Emily and I were having a conversation today. 
you get to spend time with the people you're spending time with in those lines. You're forced into conversations. You're with the people that you care about oh. theoretically. It's nice, especially when you're the parent in that thing and your kid is trapped and they, they're finally done staring at their phone for a few <laughs> minutes. It's not so bad. But then you also have to witness the teenagers like making out in line and being really weirdly lovey and stuff. And that's the, I don't, I don't like, like the that. PDA. <laughs> PDAs are always awkward. Yes, I'm with you on that. This is the best I could come up with with waiting in line and being okay with it. If I'm going to a sporting event or I'm going to a concert or something like that because I'm really excited to get in, right? So there's a little bit of that anticipation that you're about to get in. Maybe if you're going to the Hollywood Bowl and you already hear the music in the background, you're like, oh man, this is going to be awesome once I get in. But for the most part, like what you just described about Disneyland, I, I, I can't tell you how much I'm like, this is the worst thing. And you try to be positive about it. You're trying to like, no, Alan, it's fine. Come on. 20 minutes here. It's not a big deal. Even if it's some quick, even if you're going to go get a cup of coffee and there's four people in front of you, you just start sitting there like, is she ordering? What's she going to order? Is she going to hurry? Why is she on her phone? Why is she just ordering? Does it What's matter she- if the line's long, but it moves relatively quickly? If it moves fast. It's a big difference. As long as it's moving. Okay. Right? What's worse? When you have one person in front of you <laughs> and they're worse. taking- Far worse. Three and a half minutes to decide right. what to do, like they've never been to right. this. Starbucks but you got a line before. of ten people in front of you, and each person takes thirty-five seconds. I'll take that. So that's why I think I say the sporting event because even when I was in Houston and going to the March Madness games, there was such an excitement. I'm like, I don't care how long the line is, I'm going to the Final Four. That might be the only one that's okay. I think this one for me isn't necessarily one that I have done, nor will probably ever do. But because I was just thinking about, I'm so impatient. I really hate waiting in all lines. But I was huh. like, the only line that would make sense would be <laughs> waiting in line for the King of England. You know, like they had the line of people that are like going down and shaking hands. What? I wouldn't oh. mind waiting in that line. That's literally probably the only line that I can think of that I wouldn't mind waiting in. For royalty? Yes. Okay. All right. Next up, guys. Did you see today is the anniversary of the Warriors ending their season with a 73-9 and record. Mm. So that was back in 2016, but to me it feels like it happened 20 years ago. So, Sliwa, name something that feels like a lifetime ago, but was actually relatively recent. COVID. COVID feels like it was... I, you know, I, I remember being in here in studio on air when they shut down the NBA games. It was the OKC and Phoenix or whoever it was, right? I, I can't remember the team was Dallas. Why does that feel like it was thinking about what used to do shows all the time? We were like fever dream. We weren't allowed to come into the building. We weren't allowed like all that stuff. Remember going to a restaurant. Remember we used to have cutoffs. Like there were certain times that you couldn't be out and go to this, that. Mm-hmm. That seems like that was a really long time ago. That's the thing that jumps out to me most. That, that's a That's the best answer. I'm not going to do better than that, but... I was going to say the Lakers and Dodgers winning those championships, and it's because of COVID. That because the the Lakers were in Orlando, because yep. the Dodgers were in Dallas, yep. and no one really got to see it in any meaningful way. It was only three years ago. It feels like it almost feels like it never even happened. Never mind. That I go more it to went that. A, a long time yep. ago, but if you I, when I when you ask me, it was when was the last time the Dodgers won the World Series? My initial reaction is to go to 1988, Kirk Gibson. It's not the answer. The answer is three years ago in Dallas against the Rays 
with in a 60 game set yeah just such a bizarre moment no but fans your answer is the bet mine is the the cause of what you're saying but yeah the coke i remember talking with buddies and they're like this is how it's going to be forever and i'm like it, it's not it will be normal again it's going to feel like it never really wasn't normal but in the moment it felt like it was never going to end it's the last it time you threw forever. a mask on I, 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 I think I, I, at the dentist I had to go when I'm going into the office. Yeah, I, had to I wear honestly it, but, don't remember. Yeah. Do we want one more, guys? Yeah, hit me with one yeah, more. Sure. All right. So I wasn't going to do this, but did you guys see that I've been growing my playoff mustache? I, I noticed yesterday, yes. In honor of the Kings breaking their playoff drought. So I know it's pretty weak. Um, I've been growing this for like a week, and there's nothing on, on here. <laughs> Give me um, 45 minutes. I'll get there. <laughs> yeah, I you, this you morning. Can, you right. can get it done in no a hurry. Problem. You would win this contest. Yeah. So, yeah, Slee, I've never seen you with facial hair, but you strike me as a guy that can grow up pretty easily. What's your advice for me growing facial hair? So I, I can't – the fact that you have trouble with it, I can't relate to. I'm shaving every other day, and even this morning, I'm looking. I'm like, I'm going to wait another day. I look in the mirror, and I'm like, no, no you got to shave. <laughs> no, <laughs> you not. need to shave. Uh, my advice is if you let it keep going, there's going to be a stage, and you would know this, just gets really itchy, and you got to kind of go through you gotta that. muscle through. You got to go through that. It's very annoying. <laughs> you get used to it? Incredibly yes. annoying. Over time, you get used to it. You but do. it's it's... To you, a point you where not, you're like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna shave. You it. may not get it because it's usually kind of on your jawline where it gets kind of yeah, itchy I'm, for I'm me. I'm shaving the rest, so I'm just yeah. doing the mustache right now, and it's, it's too, mustache. It's like a, you should be fine. It's like a walrus. Well, like here's the thing. <laughs> I, I noticed it yesterday. I'm like, maybe he lost his razor. I did. I, I, I thought maybe there might be something going on. I didn't want to make you feel weird. So, but I didn't know. Sick last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, you know, I'll just, I'll just let it be. You either can or you can't grow facial hair. You either have it or you don't. It's part of, you know, just some people are hairier than others. Some people have spots where they can't doesn't grow it. doesn't fill in. You yeah, and patchy, it just doesn't right? look doesn't and look good. You strike me, you're, you're lightly complected. You you don't have like a, that, that natural five o'clock shadow like Mr. Sleewa over here, even after he shaves. I'm kind of halfway in between you two yeah. guys. But I might you, just give up. Yeah. No, no, no don't, don't give up. Give up. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Well, no. you want the Kings? They go down two games to one. You want them to give up? They you don't look give like up. Joe Dirt. If they go to the N- uh, the NBA oh, Finals, okay. you look uh, you look amazing along the way. All right. So we saw Dylan Brooks. Uh, I don't want to say calling out the Lakers, but talking about the Lakers. Juan Soto kind of did call out the Dodgers. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.